Hey, appreciate you guys tuning in. The Tastemakers Podcast begins in five minutes. Make sure not to go nowhere, because Quote, Brina, Trisha, and Corey, also known as the Tastemakers, will be with you in five minutes. Thanks for sticking with us. Listen, in less than three minutes, the Tastemakers Pod will be on and popping. Don't miss Bree, Quote, Trish, and Corey talking about the hottest topics in culture. Again, less than three minutes. Make sure to stick with us. y'all patience is a virtue this is what perseverance will get you in just 60 seconds 
you will be live with the Tastemakers Pod. Again, appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll see you soon. What is going on? What's popping with you? Good to see you guys. And of course, thanks so much for tuning in to the Tastemakers podcast. Y'all know how we do it. We just give you a little taste of what's popping off in these streets, as my man Goss would say, of course. In yeah, the culture, yeah, yeah. Whether it be uh, hip-hip culture, Christian hip-hop culture, pop culture, black culture, all the catchy phrases. Right next to me right there, that'd be uh, Trisha Bell. Hey. Right there, that's my man C. Goss, light skin. Yeah. And below me is your girl, Brina. They call me, quote, we are the tastemakers, y'all. And uh, let's go ahead and do this. How you guys been? How's y'all's week been? Chill. Uh, amazing. Super dope. It's been good. <clears throat> Bang on that. Let's shout um, out to our sponsor. Bang. Right. <laughs> Listen, we need them to sponsor because clearly... Mm. Yeah, we'll yeah go, well. go ahead and pull up, bang. We make sure that you guys are well represented you have a all the time. Uh, you probably not. <laughs> Wait. Probably not. <laughs> In Jesus' name, my cholesterol and my blood pressure is okay. Wait. Okay, okay. And okay. the truth of the matter is, I probably have no more than one or two of these a week. But I always have one for the show. Again, okay. shouts out to Bang. Yo, Tristan Earrings is fire. Thank you. Thanks. Yo, the is actually kind of cool. We in there, the Black Lives Matter shirt. Hey, hey we was on the same wavelength. Look at you that. You feel me, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> I would be with you guys, but something else was just more important. Just oh. is what it is. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow. That's it, I'm messing. But that worship, though. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm with you. That hat's trash, bro. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man. So that is what it is. Definitely good to hear everybody's in good spirits. Uh, Your man is finally 100% over here. Hey, look at God. Free from COVID, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I feel real, real good. Oh, man. Bree, how you living down there? I'm good. I'm good. Feeling a lot better. They, since like, they tear your city up? Just about. <clears throat> but it's always like that. Uh, whenever there's any kind of event here, downtown always goes crazy. So... It's Shouts always some to Georgia here. Bulldogs. Indeed, indeed. Shouts out to Kira in the chat. What's popping up with you, Miss Jacobs? 
Kira. Kiki. Oh, all is well. Kiki, oh, do you love well. me? <clears throat> we all know how we do, y'all. We got um, <laughs> I think one of y'all just triggered my Siri, but um, we got these topics for y'all today. Y'all know how we do. Uh, let me go ahead and run down the gamut real quick. We first got, of course, the Christianity, uh, the Christian toxicity question. So we'll get into that. Um, we'll be talking about the HBCUs, the top recruits that your man Deion Sanders is pulling in Jackson State. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, and this will be more of a ladies-driven question. The guys will answer for the fun of it, but it's really about the ladies answering this question. And that question is, is it about the BBL or is it about fixing your teeth? Which one first, the BBL or the teeth? <laughs> Which one has priority? And then lastly, of course, wow. we'll talk um, about, yeah, should we all be millionaires out here? Like, is that plausible? Is that what it is? Is that what it should be? You know, is that something we all can do, can pull off? So anyway, that is what it is. Um, get into the bag. I, I don't, uh, Kira is giving slang that I'm not yeah. sure if I. You don't know what getting into the bag. bag means. She's at work. She's oh, she's money. getting money. Whoa. Okay. I know yeah. the bag is money. I didn't understand that getting to the bag means I'm at work. Well, That's what I did. She's working. Yes. Yes. She's yes. She's working. Yes. Get into the bag. I am notably <laughs> the oldest Man, member of the Tastemakers Pod. Right. I do matter. know what getting the bag means, but I just didn't understand the getting to the bag. It, okay, it, that's it, it on me. It, it, there you, you go. I'm a little slow. I'm slow. with you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the, the, the ginseng and the, blank, <laughs> the bang, it failed me. Um, so anyway, that's what it is. But again, just to make sure to clarify, for those that are 40 plus, if we're getting to the bag, that means we are literally at work or we are working right now pretty much, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> You got me. You got me, Reed. Shout out to my man, Reed. Yeah, I know I'm showing my age, but um, you got me, Reed. You got me. Ha ha. <laughs> but no, so um, that is what it is, y'all. Let's go ahead and hit this first topic up. And this is uh, Christian toxicity. So your girl Jay posted. Um, shout out to Jay, and I'll actually give you guys some more information about what's going on with Jay lately anyway. But she basically posted different things that she feels like could be considered toxic, toxic positivity and religion. And she put the whole, God will never give you more than you can handle. Uh, it was God's plan. God wants you to be happy. Um, don't be sad. They're with God now. Uh, have faith and it all will work out. Let go and let God. Basically saying that these statements can become unhelpful and dismissive when someone does not follow a religion or believe in God and or they are struggling and need support. Um, and you know what? I guess with the disclaimer, I, I could rock with it a little bit, but just overall, what are y'all thoughts towards this Christian Toxicity. Wait, are we saying so? I think there's some other questions that me personally I need to know. I need some answers before I interpret what my sister Jay is trying to espouse here. You understand me? Now, 
I don't know. Matt is is, is is Jay still considering herself a Christian? Is she still yeah, yeah, in yeah. faith? Is Jay she is still, still Jay is very much so still in the faith. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So she's good money. Like she's grounded. It's, it's, as far as as far as Christianity goes, yes. Yeah. As far she's as we know, all right, all right, yes. all right. Because I know that that era of CHH, a lot of them cats is out of here. Yeah. Okay. So. Especially, uh, I was thinking like St. Louis. Like, there's been some, like specifically in St. Louis, there's been some some definitely issues. But um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So if we come from that perspective, I can agree. Uh-huh. I feel her on that, and I I've, I've always felt like this. Like this ain't this ain't a new feeling for me. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we want to say the right thing. So we always know Jesus to be the right thing, or God always be the right answer. So this is where these sayings come from, but it's not necessarily always the thing that we want to hear or the thing that needs to be said. Just because it's true don't mean it needs to be said. So you can have everything that she said right here, but hey, that's not helping me where I am right now. I think about the scripture because y'all know I'm low-key a preacher. I think about the scripture where your man was like, yo, if the homie is on the street and he's hungry... And you tell him God's gonna provide, and you don't give him no food. You ain't you ain't done nothing. Right. Like, you ain't it. Right. Yeah, right. you ain't nothing. You whack if you do that. Yeah. So I feel like this is that same kind of thing where it's like, yo, let's say you know my my mother just died. God forbid. Knock on wood. Right. And they tell me it was God's plan, or they tell me that uh, you know. Uh, uh, let's say okay, so for is. for that one, it was don't be, be sad. Up. They're with, with God, God now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, no, like, I can be sad. Like, let me grieve, bro. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. it's, I do agree with what she's saying. Um, like, we should never say these statements, even though it's, it's, a, it's, it's super difficult not to say these statements as Christians. So, yeah, that's my take. Okay. Regis, I'm definitely going to come to your question in there. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> And Kira, I'm gonna get to that too. Brina, what you th- what you think about this? I mean, I'm just looking at these, and these are just basically it's like they're just blanket statements that we just get in the habit of using. And it's but does like that make it does that make them toxic, guys? Does that make them toxic? Kind of. If if you don't. If you don't really like if somebody has like a real situation and they're really dealing with something and you don't have anything of substance to give them. um, And I'm not saying like somebody who doesn't really know and that's the best that they could come up with. But it's like if you just being lazy and, you know, you just being passive and, you know, well, you know, God will work it out. But it's like you're not really trying to put in any kind of effort to try to help the situation then it can be. And it can come off that way to somebody, especially somebody who doesn't know Christ at all. Um, And so that's why I'm saying like, that's how I could see it being toxic. Um, Because if it's another believer and you're talking to and they understand the cliches, I don't think that's like toxic, but for somebody who's really in need of help, it could be like if they don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, Trish. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I agree with, you know, for the most part, what everybody's saying, because, yeah, the, the the dismissiveness of it, 
for me, is what makes it toxic. Because it's kind of <clears> like, <throat> oh, let me just say something to make you feel better for now. And it is like, uh, like you're not really thinking about, you know, deeper. You're not thinking deeply about what is going on with me. Um, and I definitely agree that for somebody who is not a believer, like somebody, I think Regis said, um, y'all would take, if a non-Christian said this, y'all would take what they said different. And I wouldn't, I would take what they're saying and apply it and not, and not, I would definitely want to be sure not to say something like that to a non-believer because like, again, it just comes off so dismissive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Now, with the disclaimer in there with the non-believer situation, I definitely I can agree with the post that Jay put from the non-believer standpoint. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm twisting the scripture. I'm, I'm twisting her post and the purpose of her post a little bit um, as I put it towards Christians. Um, you know, I don't know, man. I just I don't see it as being toxic. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying that it can't absolutely positively be toxic in some right. way or form. But I just, that's not where my heart goes with it initially. If somebody was to say these things to me, even if I really did, I think what it comes down to is in this culture, what we do is if somebody says or does something we don't want to hear, we call it toxic. toxic. And I'm just like, <laughs> is it really? You know I what mean, I mean? That, that happens. I agree. I definitely yeah. agree with people be doing the most with that that word. With the word. T-word. Yeah. With the, with the T word. Exactly. Exactly. So I, like I said, can it be toxic? Ultimately, yes. I mean, we think about Job and maybe, you know, the, the, his friends that was coming at Job a certain kind of way when he was going through his issues. Yes. You can consider mm-hmm. that toxic. Mm-hmm. I do most believe, though, that most people do mean well. Um, and even if I'm not trying to hear what they're saying here, I do believe and understand. In my brain, I would at least I would say, well, they mean well. I'm not really trying to hear. They can yeah. go ahead and go ahead about mm-hmm. their business, but they mean well. Thank you for your well wishes. Get about my face. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case yeah. may be. And at the same time, sometimes this stuff is encouraging uh, to certain people as well. Mm. I think I, I think we went to too much therapy, and that's where we got this word toxic from. And now <laughs> we therapy? <laughs> for real. Because y'all know Too therapy's been popping over the last three or five therapy years. Therapy is popping. Absolutely. We support therapy. Especially for black speakers. But so like, too nah, much for therapy, sure. We're joking, but I understand what nah, you're saying. Nah, 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 nah. I just went to therapy on Wednesday. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. But I'm saying like, but like we learned these words like toxic in therapy. And now we just think everything's toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, so, that's the truth. I think in the isolation. Sorry, no, I was just saying that if the statements isolated aren't toxic necessarily, like you said. So I, I get that. Um, and uh, Kiara said, I honestly think that people are uncomfortable with pain. Yeah. So mourning with those who mourn is uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of times what it is. Shout out to Tosh in the chat. What's popping, ah, Tosh? Shout out to, to Reese, my man Charles. Going back to. Um, Regis, uh, Regis said uh, they are patented church responses. That's true. It can be yeah. definitely considered patented church responses. I don't think I'd ever say them to a non-believer just because that is kind of weird going back to Jay's initial point, but I did yeah. want to hear that going to Christians. Of course, my man Charles Brown says, you know, like is 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 that even really a scripture? <laughs> that whole more than you uh, you can bear thing? No, um, so no, it's not. It's so, not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we've been saying that for years. And that ain't even necessarily scripture. 
Um, mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's that as well. And then um, let's see, what else, what, what else we got here? Um, do, 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 do. Sometimes silence uh, uh, presence is, is way more effective than misplaced words. I agree with that as well, Charles. That yeah. is what it is for sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, now speaking of your girl, Jay, of course, just, you know, uh, sharing what's going on with Jay, you know, catch Jay's been in the game for a long time um, uh, in the Christian hip hop spot and whatever, but we really ain't heard from Jay, I would say in the last decade, if I could be honest with in you, I really haven't heard from Jay. I say decade, that's not true. I, my, eight, seven, eight years, let's say that. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite a decade. Um, come to find out Isaiah, who was Jay's husband, cheated on her and has now married the woman that he cheated on her with. And so Jay is- What? Serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jay is now, um, and they say your man Willie Moore Jr. was actually Isaiah's best man at at the new, for the new wife. Uh, So just to throw that in there too. That sounds like, that Um, just sounds messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So- yeah, yeah, it's 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 a mess out there. So Jay is finally on her, Uh-oh. you know. Jay is doing a lot of things with Joyce Meyer right now. She's trying mm-hmm. to get her, her herself back, her mind right, uh, getting her sexy back, or whatever the case may be out here. And and she's actually been catching some flax in the comment sections on some of her posts. But shouts out to Jay. What's um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll out to Jay? Keep your head up. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm loving what Jay is doing on socials right now. I'm loving what she's doing with Joyce Meyers as Yo. well. Can I be um, your best man at your wedding if you cheat with somebody? <laughs> I, oh, I there's can't. rules to this, I right? Come in. Nope, don't ask Is me. There? Don't ask me to come in. I'm not coming in. Can I be your best quote? Can mm-hmm. I be your best man if you I, I, I'm, I'm, if and you marrying the one you cheated with? It's it's yeah. I, mean, I mean, I understand me being your boy, your bro, right? I know that I can oh, process that right off. Like, are I'm, there rules? Well, like, listen, there, listen. I'm gonna give you the business. Right. I'm gonna give you the uh, the, the, the the business. And right. if you still feel like you want me to be your best man, I'm gonna pray about it. But then we'll see how it work out. But I'm gonna give you the business. Yo, I'm trying to put this together in my wow. head. Like I wouldn't be able to do that one. I'm sorry. Just I don't me know. personally. Yeah, no, no, I feel you. I, I, don't, I don't think I would either. That. But I ain't never been no. in that situation to say for no. sure. You know what I mean? That's no. all. Yeah, so yo, I don't know. That's, so That's a good cool. Facebook question. <laughs> that wow. Yo. Can I yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's wow. No, I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta talk to Willie, bro. Uh-huh. I gotta see what's up with Willie. Well, I mean, man, you know, like I said, we try not to like I said, this is public information, all right? This is something that Jay has put out there. She's actually burned her wedding dress on social media after oh, wow. I didn't know that. stuff like that, different things of that nature. So she's put that. this out there. Good short, yeah, I, I got some other too. stuff that I can't even share because you know I don't even know it to be true, true. But yeah, cats is, you know, listen, listen. I want to be very clear. We know what makes the news, right? We know the negativity makes the news. We know yeah, the broken relationships, the divorce, and all that stuff makes the news. But let's be real. Divorce rates are down. Okay, they are. They are. Divorce rates are down. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Divorce rates are down. Considering so, um, so people are, uh, especially in the last decade per se, 
Um, the vo it's lower now than it was even ten years. Oh ago. yeah, for sure. That's so, that's but, definitely true. Yeah. But but yeah, but, but Doris, yeah. overall, Doris Brady's going on. They're saying right now it's anywhere between forty and fifty. Where you where so at one point questions. it was like at fifty two, fifty five. You know what I mean? Right. So right now we're in that forty five range right now. So yo, but what if like what if you legit get married and you realize you married the wrong person and you like yo, I really married the wrong person. You made a commitment. Yeah, but like before God, <laughs> you made a mistake. Like, <laughs> now, hey, I'm gonna need you to be some decisions you got to really, um, some, some decisions you got to take really seriously. Like, unless it's something that's like you know, it's a it's a very bad situation. Yeah, and, I mean, if somebody know, coming for your head, yeah, and, and nah, nah, nah. I think I'm saying, other, I think there's other things that would, you yo, know, I can legit see me marrying a the wrong person. And like six I can months too, in. actually. I know. <laughs> I can see if, you marrying the wrong person. But if and only if, if and only if <laughs> you you don't, I think you need to. You just need like intense counsel, like people who going because boy, if you do, if you going to do that thing on your own, uh, uh, no, 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 sir. Yo, I legit I could see me work. marrying the wrong person and realizing it like six to eight months in. And being like, yo, this one well, is too late. It's too listen, late by then. You listen, gotta make that work. What if we listen. don't have sex? Wow. What if we haven't had sex yet? <laughs> what? what kind of honeymoon did you have? What kind of honeymoon did you have? Yo, now that I'm thinking about it, this might be the safest bet. Get married, but don't have sex for what? like six to eight months. You just to make sure. No woman, no woman is going for that. I'm gonna tell you that right now. No. no? And if not, then maybe y'all gonna have to, yeah, you know I mean. But Peter I'm saying, said, here you go. I'm you're saying, wilding. you're wilding. You uh, hold out. Levi's you held no out for years. No You've held out oh. for years. You you can hold out for more, a little six to eight months until I see if I want to get my money back. Not if I'm married. Absolutely. Wow. Not. You the package was unopened. Uh -uh. I still got the receipt, baby. Uh uh. I still no. got the receipt. If this, if no, this is no, on, no, if this no, thing no. is on, I agree with Trish. Listen, wait, we going wait. In. no, but <laughs> listen, y'all, 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 listen for real, for real. In 2022, <laughs> in 2022, people, people make wrong decisions all the time. People have been making wrong decisions their whole life. So I mean, once I get married, history. it's it. I can't. I can never give it back. <laughs> oh, <my God>. Like <laughs> I can't. Do I got 24 hours. Oh, you got 30 no, days. No, no, no. That's Listen, not how that works. You got to make oh. sure beforehand premarital counseling, lots all of that. prayer, lots of all that jazz. <laughs> Go ahead and bring around the homies, bring around the family. Yada yada yada, you got a boat. No, no, we're wrong. I mean, listen, I, mean, I ain't gonna front right. with you. Cats, cats will get married and change up on you anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. So listen, at the end of the day, like I tell oh y'all every God. week, it is about a decision mm -hmm. and keeping that okay. decision. My I'm best here. friend is yeah. in here, y'all. My bestie is in here. She said, shout I ain't out to, shout out to anything. Trisha's bestie. Bro, I ain't waiting death. six months for anything after marriage. Okay. Yes. Fam. Okay. But I'm saying though. <laughs> no, ain't nothing to say, Corey. It's nothing you can to make, say. You can't make a wrong <laughs> lifetime decision. That's why you take the time beforehand exactly. to get it right. Do y'all know how much stuff I've gotten wrong and it took me 10 and 15 years to, I thought I wanted something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
just shaking my head because oh, this is a real concern. God. This is a real concern. Well, you need I to talk to Jesus about it. Listen, listen. I, I am the marriage mulligan. Can I get a redo? Uh-uh. <laughs> listen. I feel listen. like if we don't have sex, then we not married for real. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, biblically, I'm right. Yeah. But I don't biblically, know if that's going to yeah. work for you. Biblically, yes. But legally, you are so that's a whole other situation you're gonna have to figure that one out but don't just don't do that just come on that's a big decision we just like yo cats ain't even waiting before they get married and you talk about six months after (laughs) you ain't even doing that i don't even know why you said that because you're not how do i know how do Mm. i know that you're gonna want me now i'm gonna want you 20 years down the line like i don't know that Yes, you do. When you marry her, when you when you gave her the ring, that's how you knew, right oh, there. Like, I'm not getting wow. married, bro. Mm. <laughs> right, Kara said. Well, when you marry, your body is not your own anymore, so you can't wait for that. <laughs> you can't even wait six <laughs> You ain't even got that choice, player. Period. Man. You can get it annulled if you didn't consummate. Oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a, they don't be giving him that, no uh, information. <laughs> Let me know how that works. You have to work marriage each and every day. That's a whole fact. That's that's, that's the truth. Right. You know you're going in. It's 48 hours. You're not waiting. That's what I'm saying. You're talking about waiting. You are not waiting. Listen, I go back to what Reed just originally said. Cats be slipping up on their way to the altar. How do you think you're going to make it six six months after the joint? Tell me how that's going to work. gratification. I like delayed gratification. Okay. I no, you do. don't. <laughs> counsel, wise counsel. Man, this joint is like really just hitting me. This joint is like really just hitting me no, right no, now no, in this hey, moment. I, like I feel you. I feel you. Because I know yeah. I make wrong choices all the time. <laughs> you know. Yo, this is where yeah. you get your boys to pray for you. Damn. You get the, you get the moms, the, the the mothers, the inner sea. You know what okay. I'm saying? You talk to your pastor, make sure you bring around the fam. You got to just do it all, man. But I gotta live with that at the end of the day. I don't care who likes it. Destiny says, shoot, my dress gonna have a Velcro bump in the zipper. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yo, listen, man. Come listen. on. Come on, man. Honeymoon is yeah, on man. and popping. Okay. No, it's not. Popping. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Yo. Moving on. Listen. Moving on. Moving on. Moving yeah. on. Yo. So. Let's hit this real quick, man. This HBCU top recruits joint. Your man, Deion Sanders, is handling the business real quick. I don't think we're going to stick on this topic very long, but I just think it deserves to be mentioned, uh, especially as black folk. Um, Deion is out here bagging top recruits, okay? We're talking about the number one in the nation, Travis Hunter, first and foremost. And then he just picked up the number one slot receiver, not wide receiver in the whole nation, but slot receiver in the nation too, to HBCUs. This is something that's never happened before, right? And it just bears mentioning because of the, if we, if it's becoming sexy, like it's becoming sexy where Katz is like, look, I can go to an HBCU, play there. The South Scouts is still going to be there for the NFL. Yeah. I can have the HBCU experience. And if we start getting HBCUs to these bowl games, guys, we're talking about money coming back to our community. Like the Rose Bowl game yeah. is like a it's a four million dollar 
pocket. Right. Orange Bowl is a $6 million pocket. Sugar Bowl, four. Cotton Bowl, six. You feel what I'm saying? My point is this money then comes back to black colleges and back to black communities. We should have been doing this for the longest, but back then you didn't have the scouts, the technology to be able to, you know, make sure that you was going to be able to get NFL, theoretically. I mean, because Jerry Rice went to an HBCU. Of course, Doug Williams went to an HBCU. You know, those are Hall of Famers, and the list goes on and on. But now it's becoming sexy to go to HBCUs. Your man, Deion Sanders, protect him at all costs. He's changing the game. And this could be really, really big for us as a people. What you guys got to say about this? Yeah, well, I'm going to take a hot take. And as the only HBCU graduate on this podcast, maybe maybe not. Am I the only one? I probably am. You are. Yes. Yeah. As a proud HBCU alum, shout out Virginia State. You know what I'm saying? I love to see it. I love to see black people flourishing. Because that's we, I mean, we've been good enough. We've been dope enough. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why taking, why have we been taking all our talents over there when we could just keep it in the community? We can keep it home. And then <clears throat> people say a level of competition is different. You know what I'm saying? Well, if if we start going to these schools, the competition will start to even out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And let's be let, let's keep it a whole buck, buck. You know what I'm saying? Most of the HBCU recruits that I'm, I'm sorry, most of the recruits, top recruits in the nation are black. Mm-hmm. So most of the players in the nation is black. For right. sure. So if we just kept all this stuff in-house per se, man, listen, they have to come to us for everything. You understand me? I love it. I yep. love it. Bree, Bree, what you think? Yep. No, I'm just, you know, I love to see it too, because if, if all the top recruits can start, you know, joining these HBCUs and these schools can start, you know, making money off of their own instead of all of these other uh, larger institutions, you know, making all this money off of black athletes. So, yep. I'm happy to see it. Really happy to see what's going on. I I know uh, that you may be not as sports out as us three, but what you, what you think about this? (laughs) Um, I still think it's beautiful. It's definitely beautiful. I, I absolutely love to see it and we need more of this. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. Yo, Deion Sanders had them in this season in the locker room. It was, I think it might have been one white boy on the team, but the rest of everybody was black. And it was in the locker room, like, on some, I forgot what song it was, but it was all kinds of N-bombs in it. I think it was, uh, uh, for my nigga, I ride for my nigga. Uh-huh. I think it was that joint, right? But they was getting down with the joint, and I'm just like, it's just a beautiful black hbcu experience i didn't i went to all roberts i didn't go to and i didn't graduate from there shots out my man reeves in the joint um but i did radio at hampton university at hbcu for multiple years and i was on campus every you know all the time uh because i was of that i was of that age range so it benefited me to be on campus for several reasons um at that time but um but yeah so <laughs> i mean just yeah. call, it, call it call it what it is you know what i'm saying but um but you know i just think it's, it's a beautiful thing yes yes hampton all day shouts out to charles um almost got beat up on that song Kira is crazy <laughs> Here is crazy, um, and I believe it too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like I said, it's just this is something that really could do really, really dope. Um, Checking the chats real quick. 
Um, now we need the boosters to do what they do to get the eyes funded in these programs. Indeed, uh, Tosh, I used to daydream um, about this, be ready for interference and opposition to come. Mm-hmm. Tosh is right about that. That's for sure. Like right. I said, protect protect these cats at all times because cats going to be coming for their necks. Because when you start messing with people's money, yeah, that's what it is. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to touch on that topic a little bit before we jumped on to the next topic, just because this is big for the culture. The fact that HBCUs and going to an HBCU as a top-level athlete is becoming the sexy move. I can, I can have it all. I can yeah. have the HBCU, you know, different world, Hillman College experience, and yeah. I can still get recruited, um, you know what I mean, uh, by an NFL team or whatever the case may be. It's a beautiful thing, and Katz is realizing that, and Katz is understanding how that affects the community, and Katz is stepping up and making these choices. And I just salute these young men for making these choices for sure. Yeah, so, <clears throat> going on to the next topics, yo, um, I'm gonna hit this real quick, Charles, because I saw you actually sent this to the um, to uh, Track Stars about the Kanye's video, Heaven or Hell. Um, have y'all checked the Kanye video, Heaven or Hell, yet? No, I've been on social dope. media for the yeah, it's, so. it's it's yeah. really kind of dope. Don't get me wrong; it's a very beautiful visual experience. I encourage everybody to check it out. Um, I didn't Which really want to dig that? in. I forgot huh? the song goes. How's the song This is the Okay, this is the um. No more. Uh, I can't. It's this the very gospel. Let it rock. Let it rock. 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 That joint. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a very gospel centric message mm-hmm. all through the joint. Now, the video is, I don't want to get too much into it because I can't say that I, it was a beautiful visual experience, don't get me wrong. I can't say that I have any kind of real interpretation for all that was going on. I might. I only watched it once, I'd have to check it out again. Uh, but it sounds like Charles has dissected it and he probably has a, a big uh, 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 kind of uh, a breakdown of what it meant per se. So Charles, if you want to type your breakdown now, I'll definitely read that. With that being said, Let's get on to the next topic. So listen, this topic is for the ladies. Hey. Ladies. But the two guys are going to respond to this topic first, just for the pure comedy of it. <laughs> then we'll let the ladies <laughs> talk about this. But just because we got no business commenting on this at all from a guy perspective, I figure we'll go first, get our crazy whack responses out the way then we'll let the ladies have the talk that needs to happen so cardi b on the bbl before teeth of course cardi was like nope i think you're going to get that bbl before the teeth uh niggas trick on a girl with a body and a gap before they do with a b with a nice smile your bbl is your investment for your teeth plus bbl six thousand to fifteen thousand good veneers twenty thousand to fifty thousand shouts out to kev on stage and that chick angel because i actually talked about this a little bit today and that's actually uh i was like yo we got to address this real quick now veneers in the twenty fifty thousand that that is good veneers because you can definitely get veneers for less than that but that uh, yeah. is good veneers, wow. uh, whatever the case may be. Goss, BBL or T fix? What, what, what you think is more from a guy's perspective? What's what's the first thing uh, somebody should needs to do? So my homies always get mad at me because they always joke me for liking super skinny girls, right? So I don't I care less about your BBL. I don't care nothing about that. Okay, like. For me, I am a faces over figures kind of guy. You feel me? So I'm gonna need those teeth looking good. 
You heard me. Because I just feel like I want to kiss you in the mouth and I don't want to have to merge lanes through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> merge! You feel me? So that's how I feel. Like <laughs> you said, you, you don't feel like going through the obstacle course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the NBA All Star Cone Challenge. Wow. Mm-hmm. Y'all you know what ain't what right. That's not right. Wanna, wow. I don't want to have the American Gladiator to drink. Oh, you know oh. what I'm saying? That's me. That's me, personally. Listen, listen. BBL or Teeth, for me, I'm going to say Teeth, too. I'm actually a little concerned with all this work that's getting done by the ladies. It's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Y'all got me a little concerned. Now, I ain't saying... Go ahead, Trish. No, I was going to say, they, they're they getting BBLs like they're changing their weeks. Like, look, that's, <laughs> like, that's how frequent it's happening. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand. I really listen, don't. Listen, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. It is y'all's body. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your body. But all this work that's being done is starting to get scary. And I got close people I love very, very close to me who has had these different works done for different reasons really? or whatever case may be um but you know girls with bbs i know i, I know people would work <laughs> you know what i'm saying i know people work i'm gonna say this I, I i do think and i'm not saying that people aren't doing this but i i i just i believe there should be some therapy with all this work that's being done and i, I, record, I did the joint but whatever me and Corey are now going to back up out of this yeah trish Trina. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, y'all deserve this. this. I mean, this is y'all. This, we, we had no business speaking on this anyway. So y'all handle what y'all do. Yeah, Bree, you got some? Because I'm no, you. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, 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 don't Bree, don't, don't let Bree get off uh, on this. I know. Uh-uh. I no, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, it's just my cousin just got one. So my cousin just got a BBL, and for like she couldn't sit for like what a month afterwards and she was like wrapped in plastic and all this stuff and she was talking about how painful the recovery was and i'm like is it really worth all of that like you can't no. yeah i'm just like nah it's too risky your it's man kevin on stage said he was in atlanta boarding a plane and he was just he hadn't really figured it out but he was like all these young girls in wheelchairs. What's going on? <laughs> Why all these young girls in wheelchairs? Donut pillows. It's flying in, getting the job, flying out, or fly- oh, it's it's just oh my god, it's too much. Trish, it's on you. Okay. So, I think for, <laughs> I think if you're getting a BBL because you you want a bigger butt because you feel like it's it's too small. And, you know, you have insecurities. I think that is, that's, you know, could be problematic, right? And, of course, you could do what you want with your body, like like you said, quote. But it's becoming so much of a thing because there's so many influencers, right? Because it's the influencer community that mm-hmm. is, like, really getting all of the surgeries. Um, yeah. you got to look good on the gram, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of women, they feel like they don't live up to, you know, they don't live up to the standard, quote unquote, right? Problematic. And like you said, therapy, all them type of things needs to happen. They need to, you know, it needs to be a deeper 
deeper thought to that. Plus, I was watching, um, there's a surgeon, she's a, a black woman, and she gives, she she does BBLs, but she said it's the one of the most dangerous surgeries mm, ever. She said yeah. there are so many women dying what? from a BBL. Yep. Wow. And yep. and it's not being talked about because all you see is what all these, you know, there's so many women out here getting them, but it's oh so many God. women out here dying too. So wow. it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Now, <clears throat> I will say coming from uh, the perspective of a mom who has had four children, okay, whose body looks like, where, who, where, what, who body is this? Because I don't know <laughs> what, like, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Um, I definitely have to say for moms, I understand getting the mommy makeover. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like the stomach, the, the talk, the tub, um, you know, okay. all of that. Now I know that's a little bit separate from the BBL. Um, <laughs> what she say? She for the record, here is uh, she's calling cat. Just, just listen. Oh yeah, I she's, hear you. she's calling cat. She said, I hear you. She said, Trish looks good, y'all. That's what I, she said. You, and I'm like, where's Steven at? Because I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my sister. I appreciate her. I, I'm just saying, like, when it comes to work in general, I'm definitely like, oh, I would definitely get a tummy tuck. Like, that's, for me, it's like, I don't care what nobody think about that. You, you see my belly with what it used to be and what it is now? You can't say nothing to me about nothing, okay? <laughs> Let somebody say something and say, oh, she she need to have confidence. Oh, I got confidence, but I want my belly back, okay? My children have stolen my belly, okay? Um, <laughs> but back to the question at hand. But back to the question at hand, you talking about teeth, get your teeth done or get the BBL? I say get them teeth done. Like, yes, I had braces. Yep. Listen, I had gaps. Uh, I'm not afraid to say it, and I got my teeth fixed. Uh, same here. Listen, get to, I mean, why not? I still got my gap. Hey, you know, you love your gap, launch hey, a gap. I love okay. all of me. Hey, Brie, BBL or teeth? Which one first? Teeth. Teeth. Okay, mm -hmm. that's what it is. Yo, hitting up the chat yep. real quick. Uh, cats is just the cats went crazy over the uh, the uh, um. Corey, Corey, and the uh, and the merge lanes joint. Cats <laughs> <laughs> went crazy. We just was like, "Why you all in my grill?" <laughs> Yo, let's song. see here. Uh, Destiny said BBLs have made it hard for women with natural bodies. That is so so true. Um, let's see here, <laughs> Kira. Like, yo, why your tongue sweeping her whole mouth though? What's <laughs> did, what did, like, did, what? did Kira put? Never mind, don't answer that. <laughs> that's how I kiss, girl. Hey, Come get hey, some of this loving. Hey, not all up in the top in the no. Hey, Regis was like, yo, look. Regis said it's trash out here. Give me all them stretch marks and natural yes. hair. Shout, Shout out to stretch marks. Shout out. Yep, yep, yep. Shout So, um, <laughs> listen. Oh man, yeah, it's 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 wild out here. Like I said, I just and, and and like I said, most of the loved ones that I have that have had different kind of procedures, whatever the case may be, um, has mostly been due to other complications in which then they were like, Well, because of these other complications, we can go ahead and do the other work that needs to be done or whatever the case may be. It was mostly like that. So I don't think they were necessarily all on just some vanity type stuff, even though they took they took advantage of the situation for sure. Um, shouts out to them. But 
I just yeah, I want to make sure. Um, yeah, the cats is getting that that mental right for all these surgeries and whatnot, um, because these things do go wrong too. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. These things do go wrong, and just images in general. You know, I never knew how crazy it was until um, I was working in middle management, and one of my employees, uh, one of my employees was this beautiful, s- small as I don't know what, as far as around the waist, uh, Latino girl. Mm-hmm. And, and Latina, and she was beautiful, gorgeous. You know what I mean? Every dude was trying to holler, all that. She broke down one day in the office because she couldn't fit this dress or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she just, she broke and she was unconsolable. Oh, wow. And I was just like, it was my experience of just like, oh, dang. Like, mm-hmm. this goes way beyond how people look. This yeah. has to do with how people feel about themselves Absolutely. And, and, and mental and different things of that nature when it comes down to it. Again, we ain't saying, if you want to get the work done, get the work done. If you do that, do what you do. Just make sure, you know, you, you worry when one procedure leads to another procedure, leads to another procedure, and it's, it's, it's insatiable. You know what I mean? Like, you're never really satisfied. You worry about that. You know what I mean? Just Absolutely. for people in general. Ain't nobody trying to tell you what to do, but people care. People just want to make yeah. sure that you... You know, is 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 right for all this. I'm trying to tell you what to do. Don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I. Mm-mm. The BBL scares me. It's like, don't do it, sis. Don't ooh. do it. Nah, that's something I would never do get. I don't. I don't need it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Y'all tummy tuck. I will get that tummy tuck real quick. Mm. We just put Cardi saying it from a hustler perspective, though. So he gets what she's saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's, it is different. Like I said, it, whether, you know, with the influencers and, of course, Cardi being in front of cameras all the time. So, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I get it. Don't get it twisted. You know what I mean? I, I get it. I noticed your girl Beyonce broke down and got the work done, got some work done, too. I saw Did that. She? Oh, yeah. Did she say it? Did she, she say it? She said it, but come on. You I, can tell. I, Oh. Now you can tell because it's like it's a little tight around. Oh, her, it's, her, it's too right. It's so unnatural. It's too tight, and yeah, it's it looks really? a little unnatural. And yeah. I mean, it again, looks. I mean, it looks beautiful. It looks good, but you're like, ain't nobody come out like that. I'm sorry. Girl? Oh, for real. Oh, for real. And not only did nobody come out like that, but ten years ago, it won't like this. I think. I think she definitely did it after the after the kids because. Mm-hmm. I, again, I understand it. Like, I'm not knocking nobody. Everybody trying to knock. We just nah. trying to make I'm sure not. as everybody tries to keep up with these influences and keep up with these. Not knock, nigga. I'm knocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Destiny uh, said, what's up with our sisters getting these? No job. Listen, it is so many. Y'all, do y'all understand? These singers out here are getting all of the nose jobs. Like, embrace your black nose i love my wide nose i do not care okay it's not going nowhere all right these women out here they but they but they get it so small janet tamar and summer walker i'm like why would touch your face your face looks beautiful what what are you doing i don't i don't i don't i don't get it um i feel i mean i mean i'm sure obviously the science says there is no but if i'm a singer you want to have anyway anyway (laughs) Obviously, the science is different than what my mind is thinking concerning it, but you're right. We just put Little Kim as a perfect example of how it goes bad. 
Y'all, oh when Kim first did her first few surgeries, it was okay. Yeah. But now it's it's, it's out of control. She, she is unrecognizable. Like somebody nothing. somebody famous miss Kim came up on them and they didn't realize it was Kim. And it was um, weird. It. it was I a bet. weird situation. They had to come back like, oh, oh, this little Kim in front of me. Because it's it's a, it's just it's different. Girl, um, I'd be working. Listen, I'd have seen the squats work. <laughs> Uh, Charles said, "Just do some squats." Destiny was like, "Squats don't work." <laughs> you gotta do a rack of squats. It's 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 how you concentrate on the muscle. Like when you concentrate on that muscle, you can shape it in the way you want to shape it. It just take time. Nene Leaks got her. Oh my gosh, she got it done a couple times. She got it done. A it changed times. her face, but even though I would say Nene still looks nice though with it, right? It's not. Oh, yeah. it, it didn't kill. It didn't. It changed her whole look. Don't get me wrong. She looks like a completely different person to me. But you're lucked up. It still ended up looking okay. You know I, I mean? feel like, like her her recent her recent um nose is a little. It's a little sus. It's a mm, little weird. Mm. Yeah, I just mm. I mean, like I said, I just hope some therapy is coming with all this because. It, I just you just worry about cats, you know. You want to make sure everybody's all right. Um, uh, Charles is like, since we're here, what about skin bleaching? Ugh. I, oh, I, I ain't bleaching me ever. That's the thing, especially for Africans. Africans and uh, in, in some in Jamaica. Um, if you got a booty, do squats. Don't work. Trust me. Yes, it do, does. It do work. I listen. I'm telling you, I just seen the white girls be out here. When I tell you, okay, how they butts be bigger than eyes? I, you know why? Because they do squats. They do squats. They do them uh, all them little leg lifts and carrying on. They be concentrating on that muscle. Tell you. And they getting them BBLs. They are getting BBLs too. They are. I'm not gonna lie, but some of them get it naturally. And they a little bit more they a little bit more slick with it than I think sometimes we are. Yeah. Um, because you know, at the end of the day, we don't really care about people knowing our stuff. We I think the white girls still want to act like nothing happened. You know what I mean? You know, I you know, I woke up like this. No, you did. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> some of them no. have though. Some of them do. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are just doing the squats and yeah, maybe so, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. He said, y'all remember when Lil' Kim was black. That's what he said. That's what y'all <laughs> said. Lord Jesus. Oh, dude. That's listen. That's the Lil' Kim I missed. Listen, yeah. listen. So let's hit up this last bit right here. Um, we're going to play this video. We're not sure if the video is going to translate well, but you will hear the audio. The audio will be flawless, I expect. We've done this before on the Tastemakers Pods. It's a segment that we kind of do where we play a video, and at any time during the video, somebody will scream, stop, whatever the case may be, and we'll talk about, you know, a little bit about what was said. Uh, your girl, Bree, is handling all the mechanics. Salutes to you, and thanks so much for that. But let's go ahead and get into this real quick. The question is pretty much, should we, my question is, should we all be millionaires? We're going to, this is a Jubilee joint where millionaires are talking, and I just, the the IQ of these people is not like, you know, sometimes I think we like to think millionaires are just way smarter than us or something like that. And it just don't be the case necessarily. And I think this kind of proves it. Let's go ahead and hit play on that. Okay. 
I literally started from the bottom. I'm not saying that I was ever homeless or anything, but I did grow up in a single family household. We ended up sharing like a, a one bedroom apartment with five people living in one bed. Living through those struggles really did put into perspective that I, I just wanted more out of life. So I went out there and I did whatever it took to build my wealth. And even though all odds were stacked against me, like I failed out of business um, administration, my counselor told me I would never make it in business, but I took that uh, and it lit a fire under me to prove her wrong almost. I feel like personally self-made has to be somebody that was growing up broke in my opinion. Like you got it from the bottom and I didn't get it from the bottom. I disagree with that. I don't think you need to come from straight from the bottom. Like I started with a few thousand dollars. I know a lot of people who started their whole businesses with a few thousand dollars. A few connection. thousand is more than what I had. So in but my it mind, mind, like a few thousand gonna isn't going to make or break your business, like your life, like you can't. The, with, Zero let's dollars. Say, let's say you start with a thousand dollars. I still believe you're self-made. Even ten thousand, even twenty thousand, because you're not truly like a ah. even six figures or seven figures. I'm broke, and I. So, in my opinion, his entitlement. Uh, so for the, for the, for the, for the record, this is a bunch of non-millionaires judging millionaires, which is fun, right? So, 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 uh, so his entitlement is showing when he starts talking about, well, even if you had 10 or $20,000, you're still theoretically self-made. Like how many of us know people who, who can't even fathom having those kind of dollars? And we all know that 10 and 20 grand ain't a whole lot of money. We know that now in our lives, but we know people that can't even fathom having that kind of money or whatever the case may be. So my question is real quick to the chat and to the tastemakers here is self-made. What does that mean to y'all to be self-made? I don't think it exists, to be honest. I don't think that there's anything, any such thing as being self-made necessarily, mm. because it, it's it's almost impossible. I will say it's impossible. I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm going to just throw that out there. It's impossible to become a millionaire by yourself. Um, you have to have a team of people. You have to have people in place who have helped you get to where you are. And that, that you can't do that on your own, on your dolo solo. Like, it's just not, it doesn't, it, yeah, no, mm -mm. nah. Anybody else? I'm thinking, like, when you say self-made, rather than, what's the opposite of self-made? Like, I can get what people are saying when they say self-made. They're not, they're not necessarily saying it was just me by myself. I got it from the mud. I didn't have no help from nobody, but they're saying I didn't have to take the traditional route of going to college, you know, getting money from my parents, whatever, whatever. But me and my small team, we hustled together and got it. So we're all self-made. So it's a, to, for, for me, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think anybody does it necessarily 100% by themselves, but self-made to me more so seems like I didn't go the traditional route of how people make money. I did it my way, the way I wanted to do it. Mm. And I got a little small team together and we made millions together. Yeah. Kira's calling Cap. Um, I'm with Cap on that. Destiny is like, okay, yeah. mister, my dad gave me a small loan of a million dollars. Charles is like, hit dogs, holla. Um, uh, of course, Kira agrees, which you don't believe in. Uh, uh, self-made. And then Regis is like where I'm at. This fool said 20K is the same as zero. Get out of here. 
That's not she even not here. even close. <laughs> get out of here. Talking yeah. some 10, 20 grand. I'm just telling you, people, there are people in this world, there's there's plenty of people in this world who have never ever had 10 grand at one time in their life. Right. You know what I mean? There's plenty right. of people in this world that has never had that. Yeah. Um, so so you know, anyway, that's that. Let's continue. I live at mom's house with zero dollars. You're in a way better position. You can, you than me. can mow lawns for a few months and make like a few thousand dollars. Like there's ways. You know how to many make... lawns I'm gonna have to mow? It's a lot of lawns, but that is self-made. I know what it feels like to be poor. Three, two, one, go. This is funny. There's a difference between being poor and being broke. I've been broke before, like me and my husband have been broke many times in like our relationship, but we've never been poor. And even like a long time ago when I lived in a one bedroom apartment with my family, we were never poor. I mean, I was happy, like I had pudding. We went to like parks and stuff. I never felt poor. And when I was seven years old, I got kicked out and moved into my grandparents' garage. And so I was poor mentally and I was um, broke financially. And I had to take care of myself at a very young age. So for a decade I was running a pool company in order to eventually gain the opportunities to ultimately move that ball down the court, obviously, so. But were you happy? I mean, I wasn't, garage? not not really, right? Because there was a lot of stuff going on and like I'm, I'm living in a garage and I'm growing up and I had to not only become rich fi financially, but also mentally. I know what it's like to have everything and lose it all. So for me, my parents split when I was young. My family was broken. My mom had to then support two children. My dad had some nasty habits with gambling and lost everything. So he had a lot of debts that my mom ended up having to be chased for. And basically, I was 12 years old when I got my first job going door-to-door -door sales, selling newspaper subscriptions. And I had to bust my ass off to help my mom. So for me, I feel like we all start from somewhere and we go through certain motions because it builds character. I like that. I'm jealous of you guys. I wish I had that mindset. Like I travel to third world countries to kind of see what it's like, but I still can't put myself like totally in that spot. I feel like, again, broke and poor are two different things. Like I grew up in a two parent home. I, you know, went to prom in a Bentley. Like I grew up. All right, help us in the chat. What's the difference between being broke and being poor? Broke is temporary. Poor, right? It's like it, yeah. it, it's like joy and happiness. Like <laughs> right. joy is like poor. Oh, I'm sorry. Joy is joy is broke. No, joy is poor, and happiness is broke. Like mm -hmm. they, it, it's it, it's temporary. It's not who you are as a person. It's not you know gonna last forever. It's like yo, I'm broke right now. You know what I'm saying? But if you're poor. That's like your status. Like you're considered like poverty poor. That, that, that's how I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna put this out here as well. Um, by the fact, Tosh said earlier, 20K ain't nothing. You're absolutely right. 20K ain't nothing. It's really nice. But, but, but again, there's a lot of us who have never had 20K in our hand um, at any particular time to make a move with. Matter of fact, Right. Yeah, 20K is actually something I have never had in my hand at mm. one time to make a move with. Is that a true statement? I think. I think I think that's a true statement for me. Um, I'm going to say this. A lot of people talking about it's a mindset, mentality, whatever the case may be. 
Um, I'm more where Stephen the Levite is again, uh, where, where, where Stephen the Levite is with it. Broke is paycheck to paycheck. Broke is I get paid in two weeks and I spend all my money. That's broke. Yeah. Poor is I don't know where I'm staying tonight or I don't know what my next meal is going to be. It's an adventure every night. I'm not saying I might not have ate, but the fact that we have to, okay, where are we staying tonight? Or even if we got to staying together, what the heck we eating? That's right. poor. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, you know, that's a, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of how I see it right off or whatever the case may be the difference between broke and poor. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But poor is definitely, I mean, like that's a lot of y'all saying too, um, poor is definitely a mindset. Yeah. It's definitely a mindset as well. Because I think if your if your mindset is on that poor mentality, it's, it's hard for you to get oh, out. Oh yeah, of it. it's, it's hard, hard for you to see you your way out. out. Yeah, it's exactly. hard for you to see your way out. It's almost like a depression of sorts. For sure. Um, for sure. It's hard for you to see your way out. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Reed just put, yeah, but twenty k at one time can be flipped versus earning twenty k in maybe four to six months. No, no, no. I feel that. I feel for that sure. for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, let's keep the party going. Y'all good? Yep. Up really, really great. But then I hit 20 and I moved out with some boy and the situation got very, very domestic violence. You know, I was living in a penthouse and I'm sorry, I got too much pride. I wasn't going to go back home. And you know, I'm like black and blue, like getting locked into like closets, like really, really toxic stuff. So that for me was very, very poor. Now, did it slingshot me to six figure a month income? Yes. But in that state of mind and in that environment, I felt like I was really poor. Like I looked beat up and my direct deposit was not going to fix a black eye, you know, like. Pause, pause. So I think she hit on what you guys hitting with with poor being a mentality. I'm still of the mindset that, I mean, she said she was black and blue, but living in a penthouse. So she was poor. Mm -hmm. I still have a heart. You might, uh, your situation is jacked, but you still, in my brain, in my brain, you still ain't poor. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like, I mean, I don't know. Your situation speaking. is jacked. It's definitely a horrible situation that you are in, yeah. but you are not, in my brain, you're still not poor. There, there's the word mm -hmm. again, toxic. And maybe that's the word for this. That, yeah, that's that, that was appropriate. Situation. <laughs> that exactly. was appropriate. Very appropriate. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. What does she do now that she makes six figures a month? Um, I was, I was about to I'm say. I'm not sure if they went in on that. Um, I'm not like sure if they coach. went in on exactly what she did or not. I know some of them uh, made money off of Amazon, like selling stuff on Amazon, mm. stuff like that. Um, but yeah. But Kira put, I think it's poor mentality is what made her stay, though. Is what Kira put. I mean, I, mm. I, I mean, I got you. I got you. Um, I got you on that. I got you. Um, that's poor. Destiny. I used to live with water rats and ate syrup sandwiches. That, that that's that's poor. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I, I can I can rock with that. Um, listen, I could think. I know there was a small segment of my life where I was living out my car. Small segment, really? probably, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, probably about a segment of 
three to six months. I believe all this stuff happens for a reason because there's a whole lot that was going on in my life at that time. Three to six needed, months? Um, and it well, the whole, the, the whole, so, so let me go into detail. But the whole situation was to move me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Had the situation not gone like that, I would have never left Virginia. Mm-hmm. And God knew I'd have never left Virginia. So I believe the situation was used for whatever case might be. When I say three to six months, Three to six months, I was living in, I was living out of my church. Hmm. Then a water burst in the church, flooding out the church. Oh, wow. And so I had to spend about a month living out of my car in the cold of winter. You, you, you should have called wow. me. I gave you the couch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're right. You, you were on the Hampton Roads at that time, though. You was in Richmond. Oh. Uh. Gotcha. Yeah. You could have came to Richmond. Well, my brother's in Richmond. I could have came to Richmond, but you know, I was in that's how much I wasn't gonna leave Hampton Roads. You know I love my city. You know I love my <laughs> you know, you know I yeah. love the seven cities. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not leaving here. I'm back here now. I'm not leaving. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was that mentality. God was like, yo, look, okay, so I gotta take you down, down, down for you to leave. And yeah. I left and met my wife. Had I not left, I wouldn't have been um I wouldn't have, you know, met my wife, you know, yada, 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 boom, 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 had I not gone to Kentucky. I hate right. Kentucky, but there was purpose in Kentucky. Um, and I'm glad I'm back in the beach. You feel what I'm saying? Back in VA. Seven cities, Hampton Roads all day. Yeah, exactly, Destiny. So that is what it is. But um, what's funny about that, my whole point of making that statement is living out of my car in that situation, I still wasn't poor. I was broke. I still had a check coming every two weeks or whatever the case may be. I still was making moves like, like reg. My living situation was just different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was, I was still doing all, anyway, all that to be said. Um, but yeah, let's keep it moving. It locked up. Yep. There we go. I should pay more in taxes. I feel like, you know, you make more money, you obviously do have to pay somewhat more, but I don't feel like we deserve extra things to pay just because we have more money. Like we shouldn't be looked to as like a fund, you know, from the government or someone else who just feels like, oh, you have more money, you should pay more in taxes. I just feel like there should be a little bit more freedom with it because it's really. Really stressful and I feel like a lot of businesses bail. (laughs) Yes. All the rich people are about to start complaining <laughs> about their tax situations. I, In the first three years, because of taxes, not because they're bad at business, not because they're bad at managing money, but because they're not prepared to do everything by the book. 
I mean, I just don't appreciate it when big companies who sell a lot of their services like in the US and then they have some like Ireland uh, tax status where they're getting out of it, like Apple and Amazon and these big companies that theoretically should pay billions in taxes while it's us average people who are really supporting the government. I think there should be a little less inequality there. Amazon paid zero dollars in taxes. Do you see Bezos is donating yeah. to Australia for the all right, so we'll cut it because we're still working out the audio video live. If it was not live, I would just post-product everything, but trying to keep it all live. So anyway, that's how that works so you guys can see. But listen, I watched this video and my thought was these people aren't the most hardworking in the world. These people aren't the smartest, biggest IQ in the world by the time I got through the old video. And my thought process got to, should we all be millionaires? Like, what's really stopping us from being millionaires? What? And what, what are y'all's thoughts on that? Because none of us, none of the four of us are millionaires. <coughs> Not at yet. The, at the current moment. You know what I'm saying? Amen, amen, at the current moment. <laughs> but what's, 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 should we all be millionaires? What's stopping us from being millionaires? Chat, tastemakers, let's talk about it. I, ideas, startup capital. Uh, capital is, is a major. Those are the major. two that I got. Because millionaires are typically people that like solve questions to a problem that everybody has, or they invent stuff. That's like, hey, this could help the world and I can get rich off it. Right? Or they, they get rich off yep. other people as well, too. So, like, we just ain't thought of nothing yet. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Think... I'm going to hit Kira real quick, my bad, before you that. Kira, put your mm -hmm. circle. I can't rock with this your circle thing. All right? And I can't rock with the your circle thing because I don't know what it is. But I attract business owners. I attract movers and shakers. So I've got a bunch of friends that is making 250, 500, yada, yada, whatever. I ain't making that. And they my good friends. And we rock all the time. And I ain't making what they making. And I don't really don't understand why they hang with me. I really don't. I'm like, I don't understand. What is it that you guys okay. see in me? But so can I challenge that? Because I feel like it's what you do with your network, right? Because my network is similar, okay? And I ain't making that yet either. But <laughs> but I think for me, I had to change my mindset. I, I'm the type of person to be like, oh, I ain't asking nobody for nothing. And I don't want nobody to think that I'm trying to use them for nothing. And I want, you know, I have all these things in my head that I'm like, that keep me from you know, or have kept me from moving forward in certain things, right? I think if you utilize your network in the in the in a way that would help to elevate, right? Right, right. Exactly what Kira saying. Why you ain't leveraging your resources? Like using your network, leveraging what you have, right? Because because having a wealthy network like that is a resource. These are resources. And so I think if you if you came to them with a you know proposition or whatever, it's like, okay, let me strategize and think like how can we help each other? You know what I mean? I think those are things that should happen. And I think as as black folk, 
in the in the black community, a lot of us have too much pride to even go there. We have, you know, it's a lot of things that I think we, again, the our mental, how our mindset, how we're thinking about ourselves. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not worthy of that type of, you know, gift. I'm not worthy of that. Like that's what I know for me. That's what has kept me, I think, from making more sooner. Um, and I think too, my circle at 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 a at a certain point, we just thought so low of ourselves or low of what we were capable of doing in terms of the like our financial bracket. I think a lot of Christians, specifically Black Christians, we be like, ah, can't be, can't make too much money, especially in the in the reform circles. Can't be making too much money because you know you. You're going to be looked at like, you you know, you're just trying to make money, you know, and it's like, no, you know, it's it's not just about the money. I want to accrue wealth for my family. I want to be able to do things for other people. You know what I'm saying? So I think mindset and the people that you're right. around. That's so definitely. true about mindset. Because so like I'm taking my mom to Miami for her birthday and like mm. I'm letting her go on a shopping spree and mm. like. I don't know why I couldn't have, like, I, so my mindset was, for a long time, my mindset was, I, I, I don't got it, I don't got it, I don't got it. Like, that's our first response when people ask us, do we got it? Like, I've had this, kind of bought this, borrow this, like, I ain't got it. But I started thinking about yeah. it, I was like, yo, I do got it. Let me go crazy on my mom real quick. <laughs> yeah, let me go and show her a good yeah. time real fast. Let me go to Vegas. Let, let me start experiencing life, because I got it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I think, yeah, that's yeah. definitely a mindset of me knowing that I have it. And for me, y'all, when I tell you people give me money for stupid stuff, like for stupid stuff, like a lot of money. That's what's up. <laughs> for that's stuff, right there. It is. I do agree. And I think sowing and reaping is real too. So I no, increase so I increase my tide every six months. And I do a lot of stuff that I should charge for. I do for free. Um, so I think those two, <laughs> so I think between those two is why people give me dumb money to do crazy stuff. Um, and now I'm like, I'm able to say, oh, I do got it. So like for the last year and a half, I've had to change my mindset and be like, okay, I do have it. You know what I'm saying? Breathe. Yeah. I think... I think the one of the biggest barriers is that some people, um, it's like when you're stuck on a nine to five uh, mentality to where you can only see what you can earn, you know, working eight hours, working 40 hours a week, you would think it's impossible um, to switch from, you know, that mindset to being an entrepreneur and, mm -hmm. you know, being in a situation where you would have unlimited earning potential. I think once you break through that, then yeah, it's possible. It's possible for everybody, but you got to yeah. change the way you think first. That's yeah. going to be the first step. That's what yeah. it is. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah um, so do we ever feel like our passions get in the way of us making certain money? Yay, nay? I don't think so. Nope. I think your passions make you the money. Okay. Yeah. You got to figure out how to flip it. I think that's that's the key, you know? Monetize it. Once you when, yeah, once you figure out how to monetize it, 
and you have a plan, you know what I'm saying? Which is not easy because I'm like, I've been, I've been, I've had, I started my, my business over 10 years ago. And so many people have, I've seen them surpass me, surpass me. I see people just, people that I I met and we was on the same level. Now they like up here, right? <laughs> and, you know, I and I think what Destiny, what Destiny said was timing. I wholeheartedly believe in that. Um, I think for me, you know, with just life and having kids and, you know, different seasons, I'm like, able to do things and differences I'm not it's like okay well I can't be really consistent in this so I can't really expect for things to you know build up the way that I wanted to um but I think like right now it's just like the timing is like listen (laughs) you gotta you just gotta know like when the time is right you know prayer definitely seeking the Lord on when to move and how to move and um but just having that plan initially is like what is super key that's what it is. I um, timing, yeah, Bob, Bob. Um, I just want to encourage, and and you're seeing this amongst the young people. Um, this is it's just a beautiful thing that the internet can do, right? Um, where when we haven't had certain resources, whatever the case may be, and now you can get on YouTube University and you can learn about everything. So one everything. thing that is extremely encouraging exactly. to me in the black community is I'm hearing all these 20 something year olds talking about stocks, talking about bonds, talking about real estate, talking mm-hmm. about crypto. I yeah. love it. Now, don't get me wrong. It frustrates the mess out of me that I wasn't thinking like that in my twenties. Yeah. It really does. It does. Um, and I'm going to make sure my children are set up to think like that, you know, as they start getting, you know, working and getting their checks and whatnot. But I'm encouraged seeing young black men, um, you know, women too, but I'm, I'm more so, I see it with the men more so, uh, who are already learning about this stuff in their 20s to the point where they have a desire to start putting this stuff in effect. I mean, real estate, that's, that's, the, that's the move, you know what I'm saying? Uh, of course, you know, what Katz is doing right now with stocks and whatnot and and different things of that nature, that's the move. You know what I mean? Those are definitely the wealth building moves. Um, And um, I'm just glad to see it's happening. Like I said, there's a part of my brain that says, Lord, I just wish I knew then what I know now. (laughs) What I know now. But, um, you know, that's just life. You know what I mean? I can't, you try not to get hung up on that um, or whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, it's just, it amazes me that, I'm not in that status per se, uh, per se, or, 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 or yeah, it just amazes me with the many things that I have going on, the many sticks that I have in these different fires and whatever the case may be, the earning potential, and it's just always waiting for something to break, always waiting mm-hmm. for something to pop, and um, and that's been my story, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's my yeah. story, you know what I'm saying? I got so many, you know, I, anyway, anyway, all that to be said, that's what it is. So I just wanted to think about that. Like, what are we doing that's preventing us from becoming millionaires? And and should we be millionaires? And, and not like that. There's just so much ways what, to make, make, make that dough right now. And yeah. I just want to make sure cats know about it and they're getting it. Like I said, if you're in your 20s, 30s, if you're in your 40s, if you're in your 50s, honestly, real estate and stocks, YouTube University, have at it, go for it, go hard. Yeah. You know I mean, like for real, for real. 
Um, but where I was saying is passion's getting away is, it, I, and I think I, I tweeted, I texted y'all this, and I was like, man, I'm not passionate about real estate. I'm not passionate about stocks and bonds. I'm more passionate about communications, entertainment, music, what we do here, stuff like that. And and so I was wondering, all my passion sometimes getting in the way of, you know, should I just, you know, I was, you know, and I say this loosely, but it's like, should I just ignore my passions and just jump and dive right into what it takes to make the money? You know what I mean? Tried that or, oh, it didn't work for me. I tried it already. It's just miserable. Like, I hate, well, I hate money in general. And I feel like I have to be happy at what I'm doing, whether no, no matter how much money it makes. I want to be happy as someone I call a career. Like right. I can't do nothing as a side hustle that I don't like. I got to be obsessed with it, or I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. That's I think you can do both too. Um, to be honest, quote, you know, I think for different people, you gotta, you know, adjust to whatever it fits the season or the situation right like for me i haven't worked for a corporate company in years over a decade uh and i i'm here applying to corporate companies because i need that money (laughs) you know what i mean i need it um and it's gonna also help i'm going to use that to help propel my next launch so i i know that this Having to do that is very different than what you know my passions are, and but it's okay, it's okay because I'm gonna still be doing what I'm passionate about. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I've, I've I've tried to just do the corporate thing and walk away and not pursue the passions um, to the point where you know I've climbed the corporate ladder, boom, boom, and I, literally a week before I lost my job, I literally heard God say, "My time, my turn." Mm-hmm. Mm. My turn. And I looked over to my dude, who's a fellow believer, and I said, yo, I think I just heard God say <laughs> it's his turn. And a week later, my boss flew down from Boston and fired me. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And wow. so, you know, it's just, you know, so I've, I've, I've learned to just, you know, continue to do the things that I believe God is uh, telling me to do. But, I, I'm, I, you know, it, it is frustrating, you know, as you're waiting for things to pop. Um, and different things of that nature that, that could be very frustrating or whatever the case may be. Anyway, that's that. Um, listen, make sure to like and subscribe. It's something that I forget to do, tell y'all to do throughout the joint, but um, it costs you nothing. It means the world to us. Uh, just simply you liking, of course, it takes the YouTube algorithm and it tells people that, hey, Tastemaker's Pod is worth watching. And it launches it out to everybody so they can see what's going on and uh you know you can let them know what's going on here at the taste makers pod so make sure to like make sure to subscribe we definitely appreciate y'all shouts out to kira always rocking with us shouts out to tosh always rocking with us steven the levite my man regis my man charles um so many cats uh good to see you in here destiny um which is uh your best friend is that right mm-hmm. trish yeah that's all right, all right. Just Damn. right there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So definitely like shout out to you. And, um, <laughs> you know, just like I said, everybody who comes and join us, we appreciate you guys. Again, make sure to like and subscribe, share, tell a neighbor, tell a friend about what we do right here at the Tastemakers Pod. That's your girl, Trisha Bell. That's my dude, Light Skin Corey. My girl, Brina, right there. They call me, quote, you've been tuned in to the Tastemakers Pod. Make sure to like and subscribe. And we'll see you guys next week.
Peace. Bow.